Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. As always, I'm honored to bring to you the 91st episode of the Shoot That Shit. All right. The shit. You'll get the shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? We're back as always. Man, we have a midnight edition. It's late as fuck, and I am tired as hell, but we have business and obligations we gotta abide by, and you know what? We're here at the STS Podcast. Welcome to the Shooting the Shit Podcast here. I'm Ernie C, and this is gonna be episode 91. Cannot believe we're almost to 100. Just nine more. Nine more. Hopefully, it's not gonna be nine more weeks. Maybe we can knock out some episodes before that, because I really want to get to that big, big, big milestone that's the 100th episode y'all we're here 90th episode was a good time man we're talking about the you know going legit you gotta go legit in this business dj ec3 entertainment is presenting here at the sts podcast talking about the journey to make this a legit business and we're still going through that journey good god california is one expensive state to have a fucking legit business and we're talking about you know jay-z's debut album stone cold's epic Epic promo at the King of the Ring 96 and the message of keep grinding, y'all. We're going to still keep grinding today. We're always grinding, man. This is episode 91, and I want to give everybody a big shout-out for returning to listen to the STS podcast. Great numbers as always. The numbers are steady, consistent, and that's all we could do in this game, especially when it's audio only. And I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening to the STS Podcast. Much appreciated, y'all. New listeners, welcome to the show. Again, this is the Shooting the Shit Podcast, and we're really, really happy to have you guys, man. Make sure you guys follow us on the STS Podcast 661 on Twitter and Instagram. You're going to find some exclusive clips there, some news. We got a new sponsor, SMB Supreme Event Supplies. And, man, we're so glad to have a new sponsor here at the STS Podcast. This podcast is nothing without our sponsors. And let me tell you guys something, man. On July 5th, that's just three days away. They're going to have a raffle. SMB Supreme Event Supplies are going to be having a raffle for you guys. They're going to pick three lucky winners, and this is going to be a price value of $500 a pop. The winner is going to receive tacos for 30 people, tables and chairs, choice of a jumper and a water slide. Make sure you get your tickets today. It's $10 a ticket. Or you get $3 for $25. That's three tickets for $25. Make sure you follow them at Instagram.com. SB underscore Supreme Event Supplies. That's Instagram.com. SB underscore Supreme Event Supplies. And again, we're so happy to have them as a new sponsor. You know, they're supplying photography, tacos, whatever tacos you want, jumpers, tables, chairs. This is really your one-stop shop for your next event, y'all. No event too big or small for them. Really excited to have a sponsor. Without sponsors, we have you know we, we can't get the word out. We can't bring the community these local businesses that um, our surrounding communities to you guys to our listeners so important to have that and i'm glad that we have a platform that we're able to do that people who want to have that exposure know hey we got to go promote the sts podcast because they're going to get the word out again that's what we do here at the sts podcast man and let me tell you guys right now we're about 24 hours away i'm about to go on the biggest vacation of my life I'm real grateful. We're going to, and I say we, my girlfriend and I, we're going to spend 4th of July weekend 
in Washington, D.C. That's right. We're going to celebrate the nation's birthday at the nation's capital. I know tensions are kind of high over there right now. Things are crazy times in our country, man. Crazy, crazy times. We won't get too political, but I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, we have um, the Smithsonian's there, these museums, these monuments. Um, you know, if you come, if you've ever been in my house, you see JFK's in the hallway and to be able to finally go see Arlington National Cemetery and see that eternal flame for President Kennedy. This is something that um, it's been, I've always wanted to go to Washington, D.C. Since, since I was a kid. I've really been into American history. I've really been into the story of our founding fathers. I've really been into the journey of America, um, ups and downs. I've always been into biographies of our historical figures. I know they have a um, MLK monument there. They have the the Korean War monument. My grandpa was a Korean War veteran, honorably discharged. Um, Vietnam, the Vietnam War monument. All these things you see as a kid. Thomas Jefferson Memorial, the Lincoln Memorial, um, National Mall, the White House. You know, Supreme Court, the National Archives. Every I think they have a zoo there. And man, I know my girlfriend's really, really excited for the food. So I'm really looking forward to it, man. That's why we grind. That's why we keep grinding. We're gonna be able to, you know, we're able to do this thing. We're blessed, man. And, again, there's nothing like spending, I think, every American, everybody who really strives and really cares about this type of shit, you guys should all strive to try to spend the nation's capital or the nation's birthday in the nation's capital. I'm really honored to be able to do that, man. I'm I'm, I'm blessed. I'm lucky. And um, I hope when I come back next week on next week's podcast, we're able to give a quick week recap on um on the weekend, man. I know we're gonna go to the Nationals. I always wanted to go to that stadium, going to a Nationals and Dodgers game out there. The Dodgers happened to be in town that week, this weekend, so shout out to my guy Angel for putting me on that. Really excited for that, um, man. So I don't know. I've never been past fucking Las Vegas in my life. Never been past Las Vegas. You know, I've been at Phoenix a few times. This isn't my first time flying. I've been to Hawaii when I was like in eighth grade. You know, been to Vegas a few times. I think the farthest I've ever been from home was Portela, California for my guy AJ's wedding. So um, this is going to be the farthest I've ever traveled. And you know how it is with airlines, man. I think we, we just got to... We just got a notification that they rerouted us, so we got a layover in Chicago, which is um, shit. I've never been in Chicago in my life, so that's kind of like something I want to do. And um, make you try to make dreams happen, man. Um, try and take care of the money. Try to get things right. Uh, my girlfriend deserves this vac- deserves this vacation. We've been working hard. I think we deserve it. And uh, again, it's nothing like spending. Uh, something that you always want to do. You know, it's really a dream of mine to be with. You know, the love of my life doing that. It's 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 crazy, man. It's a it's a blessing. Real lucky, real honored. And to be honest with you guys, man, we got some keep grinding shirts that y'all ain't even see yet. We got keep grinding shirts that are exclusive. We're gonna drop in DC. So hopefully we get these pictures off and we get you know the way I'm thinking it's gonna happen. I think we're gonna have some real great promotion going on here. And uh, you know me, I'm always trying to think ahead. I'm always trying to get ahead of the game. And I think it's really really important that we do that. And uh, you know, man, we got a lot going on. We got a lot going on in the world right now. I'm not gonna get into a lot of topics, but I'm gonna give my opinion. This is the STS podcast. We're not here to change your you know, your opinion on anything or change your thought process or your beliefs, but goddamn, Bill Crosby's a free man. How the fuck did Bill Cosby get fucking out of jail? 
Um, it looks like, and I'm just, I'm not an expert, I'm not a legal expert, but this man just got his, his verdict, his guilty verdict overturned on a technicality. What they said was about 10 years ago, this guy had a civil lawsuit against him. I think it was one of the victims and they made a deal. If you do a deposition for the civil lawsuit, whatever you say in the civil lawsuit will not be held against you. And we will not prosecute you in the event that you, you know, you did admit that you sexually assaulted this woman, right? And, you know, this, this sometimes the legal system, um, it doesn't really point to the right direction. It doesn't really give justice where justice needs to be served. And they got that, you know, they, I, I believe everybody's entitled to appeal once you get a guilty verdict. And Mr. Cosby got it overturned. He got his appeal granted. And it turned out that he was told he was not going to be prosecuted for any of these crimes in Pennsylvania. And this guy's a freak man. What in the fuck is going on? When you got, I think he has about two dozen women saying this this man drugged them and sexually assaulted them. I heard the word molested, taken advantage of. Like, what in the living fuck is going on? This guy is free. And you guys remember all the reports back in the day when he first went to jail that he was suffering from dementia. He's, you know, he's not well. We're putting the grave of the ill man behind prison. This motherfucker was dancing last night. And I know what they're trying to spin it as. This is a black man that 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 was um that was wrongfully accused in the court of the law in the United States, a white man's United States, and we should all be celebrating that he had his freedom because the system was trying to hold him down. And I'm all for the you know us minorities beating the system that the majority puts a you know puts a thumb on us, has a thumb on us forever. But God. I don't know about this one, y'all. Bill Cross, Bill Cosby is a rapist. The man is—he's uh, an evil person. He's admitted on these depositions that he sexually assaulted these women. And there's double jeopardy in America. Y'all I means he can never be tried for these crimes. At least, I think it's in the state of Pennsylvania ever again. I don't know if it's—I um, believe it might be just anywhere. It's a felony, right? So it's a—it's a. It's a it's a state, it's a, it's a, it's a nationwide thing. I don't think he, he may not be able to be tried for this again. Listen, it's a new case. Um, a new victim's come forward, but goddamn, how many do you need to come forward? What is going on with the world, man? And it's a technicality. And I know some people are like, hey, man, he finessed the system that's been finessing us forever. But I don't know, man. I think this is this is horrible for women's rights. I think this is horrible for women who have been sexually assaulted and, you know, have the courage to come speak up and go against their accuser. What does this tell them? Like, nah, no matter what, there's always going to be a way out for this for these predators. There's always going to be a way out for these men. And goddamn, and I know I'm a man, but goddamn, he's making us look like we're all fucking animals out here, man. And it, it, it's it's horrible. I think it's a horrible decision. Um, the man obviously thinks that the money is gonna be able to protect him, and is that right? Is that the way it should be in America? Is that the way it should be in life? That if you got the money, you could do some fucked up shit to people. You could ruin people's lives. You could ruin people's trust. You could ruin people's um um. They could never, they'll never be the same again mentally, emotionally, physically. Like, I don't know. It's just a whole psychological breakdown you're doing to these people. And it's not just, it doesn't even have to be woman victims, even men. You know, and people like this, like, like Bill, are getting away with this shit. And it's crazy. I seen this yesterday and I was like, no way. There's no fucking way this is happening. And yeah, man. And um, 
again, I think they're, they're trying to twist it as, you know, a black man was rightfully exonerated of his crimes that, that you know, they had no evidence of. But I'm not really seeing it like that. I'm seeing the predators out in these streets. And he's thinking that he's he's gonna walk he, he is gonna he's gonna walk away clean, and um, I don't know I I would love to hear y'all opinions on this like what the fuck is going on, and uh, man it's just a crazy world, and you know what's a toxic crazy world I'm gonna tell you guys right now I am no Donald Rumsfeld sympathizer, you know he is definitely you know he was our Secretary of State when we you know went into this endless war against terrorism after 2001 in Iraq and Afghanistan the man definitely was one of the heads that you know let's keep this going let's keep forward and he lied to the people about weapons of mass destruction this man was having means with Saddam Hussein in the past one of the few Americans able to have you know to able to do one of the few Americans to be able to do that and he passed away at the age of 88. And you know what, man? The man spent a lifetime of service serving our country. And I know his 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 record, his history is gonna always, forever gonna have that asterisk. Like he was the Secretary of State during one of the most most expensive, bogus wars ever in our nation's history. But damn, Twitter is a fucking horrible place to be. Sometimes people were fucking wishing there were people were happy about this guy dying, that they should be on his tombstone. This man's a war criminal, which I'm not saying he's not y'all, but God damn, we can't just, we can't let that, can we give him a day to rest in peace? The man did have his lifetime of fucking service. Are we going to do that to every person, especially with politics, man? Because some of these politicians, especially back in the day, had some unpopular beliefs. But now they're kind of on the pedestal like, hey, you know what? They went against Donald Trump. So we're going to forget about everything they ever said about minorities. Just because they went against Trump. But are we going to fucking do that when Biden or fucking Hillary dies? Like, oh, but she called us fucking minorities, super predators. My guy made that three-strike rule, put a lot of fucking blacks, Mexicans, and everybody else who isn't white in jail for life. They made weed fucking, you know, a federal offense that carries 20 years for some dro. Like, are we going to say that when they die, too? It should be really consistent, man. And again, I'm not here to be Donald Rumsfeld advocate and anything like that. But, damn, Twitter is a fucking toxic place. They were celebrating this man dying. And I don't know. That's not my get down. To me, that's not good karma. That's not... uh. It's not a good example to set. That's not a good president to set as a person. Like, you're celebrating someone's death. Like, think about that for a second, y'all. Like, these motherfuckers are my grandparents' age. Like, I'll be hot if someone was saying on Twitter, man, let's rejoice because these people were fucked up. They made a couple bad decisions, which led to countless deaths, countless people suffering to this day still. I understand that. That regime all deserves to be war criminals, but goddamn, I don't think we should be celebrating death. This man wasn't the one who put a fucking plane in a tower. Um... Well, they look, you know, of course, we can get into conspiracy theories about really why we went against Iraq when they had no WMDs. He did lie to the people, but goddamn, so was, to- so was Mr. Fauci right now, who's the lead fucking advisor to the president. He's been lying to the people. He got caught lying about masks, all that shit. Are we going to tell Mr. Fauci, damn, let's rejoice when he dies? Because you know what he did? He lied to the people about masks. He misled us about the whole pandemic. Killed over 600,000 people this pandemic. I don't know. I think we got to be consistent, but goddamn, we got to have some respect as a people. Um, 
And maybe that's an unpopular opinion, maybe. But then again, I don't give a fuck. It's the STS podcast. We're not here to change your mind or anything. We're not here to change your beliefs. I'm just telling you guys, good lord, let's let let the man rest. And Bismarcky, man, I don't know what's going on with him. I don't think he's passed away. I hope he doesn't pass away. One of the forefathers of this hip hop thing we love, man. Bismarcky, please, please get better, man. And you know, Bismarcky's kind of one of those mascots for the game. When you see Biz, he's always been a household name. He's an icon. Um, everybody knows, you know. Um, you know, everybody knows his hits. Uh, just a friend. I love the girls, girls, girls verse on Jay Z. Yeah, I know people know him from reality TV, but Bismarcky has really been out here holding it down for the culture, for the foundation of hip hop. He's one of those guys who who got that mainstream success. He was one of the first ones in the '80s to really do that, and it was so different. It wasn't like he was spinning MC shit. He wasn't doing the message. He wasn't doing um, backseat in my Jeep or Brendan got a big old butt. He was really making his own sound. Bismarcky's a unique individual. In the game, this guy right here made a name for himself, and he he kept that going for years. He stood relevant for a long time, especially in pop culture. When he's always been there, you see Bismarcky at the wildest spot sometimes. And and again, the the dark side of social media, people are already just like with DMX. And I'm 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 not innocent. I did it too. Like I put the RIP DMX where he even officially died, and that's my fault, yo. I think we definitely need a check ourselves because we did the game of Bismarck. Everybody's giving RIP. I posted his fucking I posted his picture on my story on my Instagram. I'm not gonna lie. And um good lord man. He's not even dead and we put an R. I. P. next to his name. What kind of shit is that as a society? And I am not I am a part of that society. I, there has to be a way to verify these sources. I think people are just really trying to get the retweets and the likes and it's horrible when we were, we're calling someone's death and they're not even dead yet. What kind of karma do you think we're going to be getting in the fucking future, y'all? Horrible, man. It's, um, I don't know. I think that that's not a good look for us as a whole. And again, that social media thing is a crazy thing. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck we're going to do about that. I wasn't feeling that at all. I wasn't feeling what's going on with that. It, and I'm a victim of that too, man. I'm, it was highly disrespectful of me to put a Bismarcky picture when the man's still alive. Um, like a posthumous, like he, like he was dead already. And that's foul. And I think we need to get our sources right. We need to somehow verify these things. And and you know what, too? I'm not trying to... It's it's his, it's his people. Whoever the fuck leaked that from his family, whoever told this news source that he may not make it through the weekend, you're a foul person, too. You're super foul for that. If you even know anything on his condition that the outside world, the public doesn't know yet, and you're already telling these sources, like, oh, no, Biz ain't going to make it through the weekend. Like, what type of shit... What a shitty friend you are. And people need to talk about that too. Whoever the fuck's been leaking this information to this to, to these newspapers, to these news outlets, who just want to get the tweet out before everybody else does. They want to get that hit. They want to get those likes. It's it's horrible, man. It's fucking horrible. And uh, who knows, man? Who knows what's gonna happen? I will tell you right now one thing that's gonna happen. I'm gonna give somebody their flowers right now who deserve it. And I can't believe it. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I am not. The biggest Tyler the Creator fan, um, and if you guys don't know who that is, I know he was a he was kind of big. Well, he still is big, of course, but he came in with Our Future a while ago, and he dropped this album called "Call Me If You Get Lost." And God damn, 
I've been bumping this for the last two, three days. He has some bangers on there. He got some flows on there. He got some beats on there. He really trying to take this hip-hop thing over. And it's a beautiful thing to see it West Coasting all day. You know what the cherry on top was with this album? And my hip-hop heads are really going to know what I'm talking about. He has DJ Drama on there. This is like a Gangster Grills album. This is a Gangster Grills mixtape in an album form. And this shit made me feel like I was listening to some Gangster Grills album back in high school again. Some T.I. stuff. Some Lil Wayne stuff. Like, oh man. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um... Just hearing drama speak over some of these tracks and just Tyler the Creator. These beats are ridiculous. Y'all gotta listen to this album. The beats are ridiculous. I'm not gonna lie, I've only listened to about three, four times, but it's one of the best albums I heard all year. It's up there with Benny's, it's up there with Freddy's. Like Tyler Benny I think Tyler the Creator, Benny the Butcher, and Freddie the Freddie Gibbs. It's what I'm listening to right now. Heavy. Heavy, I can't stop. And like I was listening to Jay Z all week too with the Reasonable Doubt, but that's a whole different story. Like these things right now. Oh, I want. I'm not. I'm gonna take it back. I'm, I, I told a half truth. The Migos Culture Three. That is a fucking vicious album. They came correct again. You can't. The South is here to stay. The South is really. The game is really healthy right now. Um, I know people are really. You know, we gotta get over this. It's a, it's a young man's game, and we gotta let these young kids rock. And we gotta appreciate all these albums that are coming out, and they're coming by the boatload, y'all. And it's a good time for the game. And just to hear Tyler still, you know, pay homage to DJ Drama because he did change the mixtape game. The game changed when Drama did that. The game changed when Drama got that case. It's 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 crazy, man. It's um. It's a real good listen. I pr- I recommend everybody out there go listen to this man. It's a, it's a great great album. Um, let me just tell you the first couple of tracks that I was really digging. Let me see if my phone's gonna go up here again. Call me if you can. Let me just look at this real fast. Great album, dude. Uh, Corso, Lemonhead, Lumberjack, Massa, Massa. I guess you could say Manifesto. Run It Up, Blessed, Juggernaut, Wilshire, Safari. 16 songs right here, man. We're getting blessed. You guys got to check this out, man. I'm telling y'all, this is a it's a gorgeous album. It's a gorgeous fucking album. And um, we don't get complete albums like this that often. Usually, you got a couple singles on it. They got a couple hot flows, a couple good beats. But Tyler's really taking that thing. I think, especially, he's hungry, man. He's hungry. And you, you can't, you got to give it up. You really do. It's um, it's a beautiful thing for hip hop, and just like I said, having DJ Drummer on there, that it's like a little that that mixtape vibe. It brings me back to the, it brings me back memories, man. Just the whole um, this whole mixtape game that Drummer was holding down for so long, and it's it it, it really it really makes me happy that he's not forgotten that that era wasn't. Took it, it was taken for granted, but it's never forgotten. It's still relevant, and they're still trying to carry that on to this day. It's awesome, man. And um, again, y'all listen to that shit. Tyler the Creator, Migos, Benny the Butcher, Freddie Gibbs, all this stuff is what I'm listening to. And that this is as a hip hop head, you know. I'm not even as a DJ. I'm trying to. God damn, Bad Bunny is changing the game. I'm gonna tell y'all that too. You can't even lie about Bad Bunny. It's crazy. What else have we got going on? Just I guess we're gonna talk. You know, headshots by Isaiah Rashad. Love it. Peaches the the Peaches remix. My guy Ludacris. You guys gotta give Luda his goddamn flowers. He's more than the Fast and the Furious actor. My guy Luda killed this Peaches remix. It's beautiful. 
uh, Late at Night, of course, by Roddy Rich. That's the joint right now. Everybody's going crazy for uh, Dirty K by Kodak Black. Uh, I know save, everybody listens to Save Your Tears Astronaut in the room. Um, Peaches, Perfect Timing with YG, Mozzie and Blast. Um, movie with Blast and um, Bino, it was Redu. Don't know exactly who that is, but that album is a motherfucking cut. Uh, do uh, levitating with the baby like these songs right here are hit. That's what I'm bumping right now on my earphones. I'm just trying to find hits, and man, the game is blessing us. And I think right now, especially with COVID, still we're almost we're moving towards a post-COVID war. I mean, a post-COVID world. These concerts are coming in right now. Box is coming in. Shout out to my guy Miguel Contreras. Miguel Contreras fights on July 9th, and I believe. We're gonna have him on pretty soon after he gets that dub. Uh, we got we we gotta keep showing love to our former guest, man. Post COVID world's looking real real nice right now, real real nice, and um, it's cool to see it. It feels good to be out again, man. It feels good to be around people. It feels good to socialize, and even while I was doing this gig last week, um, shout out to my homegirl Mariah Claire Val and Miss Liz, man. It just felt good to be out and be in this post-COVID world, you know. It feels good. We took that shit for granted. We took these these parties, these gigs for granted, y'all. And I'm never going to do that shit again. Never going to do it again. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's just crazy. Um, again, just I appreciate everybody really messing with the pod. I, met, I appreciate everybody really feeling what we're doing and, you know, keep coming back and listening to... This STS podcast, uh, everybody wanted an update on video episodes. Right now, when you're taking three classes, you got you know these gigs, you got these businesses and these merchandise that are hitting right now. Everything's happening so fast, and it's all overwhelming. It's all happening right now. Um, t- it's, it's hard to find time to cut video interviews. So as of right now, we're going to do straight audio for a couple more weeks. And hopefully episode 100 will get that we'll get the videos back on for a while. And I just want to just give you guys an update. You know we ain't forget about you guys. We just got to do the audio thing right now, and it's gonna it's temporary, but it's just necessary just for the time. Shout out to everybody going to summer school, for college, high school. Y'all keep grinding, man. This grind don't stop. This grind is never gonna stop with us. We got so much more to accomplish, man. We're almost there. You're almost there. Keep grinding. Just turn that corner and we're going to be right there at the edge of that shit. Art's going to be, the fucking destination's going to be within our grasp. And you know what was within somebody's grasp, man? Bret Hart, when he fucking reached for that bottom rope, when he had his ankle, his hand on Sean's ankle during the Montreal Screwdrop. I don't know if y'all listen to this A&E biographies, but Bret Hart had the best one. Hands down. It's amazing how intertwined, how... How do I say this? How the Hart family was so engulfed in wrestling. It was embedded in their blood. And just seeing Bret Hart as a kid. And, you know, I didn't know he was even into film. He had a biography on A&E. And Bret Hart really loved his fans, man. It's crazy. I think people saw always are talking shit about how this guy was a mark for himself. But he really had respect for the industry, if you look at it now. And I think I heard one of these commentators say, God damn, we miss that now, don't we? 
Cause and it's different now. I think people are really into for the fame and show business, and this is just a cool way to get paid. But Brett really loved it. He really knew that he was gonna be a role model for somebody, and he had to live by that. He knew he was gonna be. He wanted to be champion because he felt like he was the best man for the job. He knew he was the best technical wrestler, so he took care of all his opponents. He's that guy who can make anybody look good in the ring. And I think in wrestling, if you guys know about wrestling, it's about your dancing partner. You're only as good as who's your who, you're only as good as who your opponent is, and man, it's it's a it's an amazing watch. You know, you see um, what he went through when he went through when his brother died. Um, you see what he went through when you know, talking about it when his dad passed away, uh, and you just see the end result of his life now. Like Bret Hart's the best there was, the best there is, and the best there ever will be. He was a fucking worker. And did he get fucked? Hell yeah. I'm not a big fan of Brett screwed Brett in, that, in some aspects. But then again, you know, if you, you're Vince McMahon, you're in the middle of this war. What are you supposed to do when this guy's your champion? He's, he just signed a deal with the competition. Do you take the risk and take his word after you just n- nudged on, you know, on your deal with him? It's crazy, man. It, and I know, I think everybody kind of just knows the whole Montreal Screwjob situation. You just feel bad, you know, how much he felt, you know, disrespected and double-crossed. And at the end of the day, just business. It was just business, man. And, you know, you see the career-ending kick to the head, which is horrible. And you see what he's doing now. He got a family. He He's winning. He overcame and he persevered and he was resilient. And it's beautiful to see, man. And I, I fell in love with wrestling because of Bret Hart. So, I don't know. To me, these A&E biographies are fucking hit the fucking nail. 100%. They, I don't, I see why they're getting better, better ratings than what's on TV now. Um, it wasn't believable back then. Or it's not believable now. You don't have heroes. Bret Hart was a fucking hero. Macho Man was a hero. Jake the Snake. Hulk Hogan. Roddy Piper. Um, shit, Owen Hart, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, you guys were heroes, you know, Jimmy Snuka, heroes, Ric Flair, Arn Henderson, shit, even back in the day, Coco Beware was the man at one point, like, these guys were heroes to people, man, Ron Simmons, the first black champion, Tony Atlas, these guys were fucking heroes to people, people were scared of these heels, man, Bruiser, the, the Iron Sheik, Sabu, people were fucking devil. The original Sheik, the, yeah, the, it's crazy. It's crazy. The, it, and you just see what, you know, Brett really, um, what he embodied with the whole wrestling gimmick. Like he, it was his life. Like he took that shit seriously. He did not want to lose because he didn't want to look like a. He wasn't a hero to the kids anymore. And maybe that's ego. Maybe it was just blowing smoke up people's asses, but. Shit, I see why Vince did what he had to do too, 100%. So, let's see what happens, man. I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. It's real quick, man. Again, it's 1230. I'm about to go to D.C. tomorrow. Um, I hope it's a good time. I know it's going to be a good time spending the 4th of July in the, with 
you know, the nation's birthday in the nation's capital. Who would have fucking thought this East Side boy would be out here? But we're making dreams come true. We'll keep. We're gonna keep grinding. If you guys need to keep grinding, shirt, tie dye shirt, just a regular shirt, hit me up, man. The twenty three dollars, two for forty. We're out here rocking these summer threads, summer merch. We're not stopping, and we can never stop, man. My name is DJ. Oh shit, I almost hit y'all with the DJ cut. Oh man, my name is Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. I am the host of the Shooting Shit Podcast, and we out. Mm-hmm.